Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Common Sense American. I thank you for tuning in, and I'm sorry that your IRA has taken such a gigantic hit, and if you're in the stock market, well, obviously things aren't looking great right now. Um, I have heard a variety of reports. None of them are good. Inflation is not under control. They're going to tell you that it came down a little, but core inflation, which is the biggest indicator, is absolutely still going up, which means the Fed is going to do another 0.75 and the markets will fall again. I told you, uh, I believe it was last week, maybe the week before, that my recommendation would be to stay away from any money markets until... Uh, a lot of this has passed. Um, Russia, Ukraine thing is just getting worse. Russia's not backing down. North Korea is acting up now. Um, gas prices are surging just before winter, before everybody needs to start filling their oil tank. All of that's going to be bad. Um, we're If we're not in a recession yet, we absolutely will be. Um, so anyway, that's your uh, that's Biden's America right there. They can continue to blame it on the previous administration or whatever Putin is doing all they want. And everybody knows or should know who has half a brain that they are at least partially responsible, if not directly and entirely responsible for the mess we are currently in. Now, I would like to talk a little bit about this gap that has uh, arisen in this country uh, between Democrat and Republican. And one thing it, you actually see it on Capitol Hill, too, um, pretty much everybody who is Whichever party they're in, they vote right down the line with that party. Um, anything that comes up for a vote is, well, it's predictable. It's so predictable that there is no wiggle room anymore. Uh, just like we're seeing, or it appears to be seeing, the death of moderates um, in terms of civilians, we're also seeing it in Washington. Um Take a look at, for example, Tulsi Gabbard, who, uh, as I'm sure you know, uh, announced this week that she will be leaving the Democrat Party and um, kicked off her own podcast, released a, a very fiery announcement on Twitter condemning the Democrat Party for being a bunch of elitist warmongers and cowards and um, radicalizing everything with their woke crap, um, which... All of that is entirely true. It's just a matter of whether or not uh, you're, you're smart enough to get away from it. And, and I have said uh, several times in the past that Gabbard is one of those very intelligent people who, um, while be, even when she was a Democrat, and while there are certain things she said I didn't agree with, there, um, she, was, she was a moderate. She was a true blue moderate. And in any other world, she would still be a moderate Democrat. She probably wouldn't have left. It's just that the party has left her, as it has left so many. They're leaving all moderates behind. They're leaving all independents. Anybody who ind leaning independent or might be somewhere in the middle, something like that, they don't want them. They only want the far left. They only want the extreme. Um, now, they, of course, are going to make the same argument for Republicans. Say all they want are extremists. They, all they care about is extremist MAGA. Now, MAGA, uh, the Make America Great thing, I had done a podcast, I believe it was last year, where I explained very specifically what Make America Great Again meant and what it means to those who support it. Uh, if you want to hear that, by all means, scroll back, find it, and, and it's in the title, uh, the, like the real meaning of MAGA or something, and have a listen. Um, but... What we are seeing now, and here's another thing. A lot of my predictions don't come true. I'm the first one to admit it. But 
The instant President Biden demonized uh, MAGA, and when Democrats jumped on board and said, absolutely, they're all you know right-wing extremists and they need to be, um, many of them support the idea of the, the concept just being killed off entirely. Um, when he did that, and then, of course, the very next day, backed off a little by saying, you know, he wasn't referring to all Republicans, he wasn't referring to all right-wing individuals, he was only referring to that relatively small MAGA sect. I did a podcast, it was either that week or the following day, it was right around there, where I said, look, this, that is a warning shot. And within a very short span of time, they will no longer specify MAGA. They will not back off on their idea that what they really mean and what he meant absolutely is all Republicans qualify as extremists and fascists. And they're not even going, they might back off from it at first, they might hedge a little bit, they might say, no, you have to be farther right for us to, for us to consider you some sort of threat. But I said it was going to happen very quickly that they were just going to lump the entire right wing side under into that category. And everybody in that group will be deemed fascist, dangerous, um, threat to the state, threat to you, um, because divide and conquer is what these people do, and it's what they've been doing. They don't want any part of opposing opinions. That much is proven. They don't want any part of anything they're told not to like. They're not going to do any research on their own. They're not going to look into it any more deeply. They're not going to look at different sources. They're going to do exactly what CNN and Biden and Fauci and Pelosi tell them, and that's it. Lockstep, right down the line. The single most narrow-minded, egotistical, stupid voters that have ever existed. And I say that because they're led down a path and they're accepting every single thing they're being spoon-fed as if it's, you know gospel truth. I will not make any comments about the right on this because I know for a fact, and I don't want to get too far down into the weeds on this, but of course there are plenty of right-wingers who only see the news they want to see. And this is where that schism is. You know, I said before, people on the left are only going to see certain news sites and people on the right are only going to see right-wing news sites. They're only going to want to read stories that verify their beliefs. They're not going to listen to anything else. And unfortunately, that's on both sides now. However, I do believe that it's far more of Democrats becoming far more extremist over the years. And I've made the point that in in reality, the Republican Party isn't that much different than it was 30, 40 years ago. It's pretty much the same. The Democrat Party, on the other hand, is unrecognizable compared to what it was. Um, for example, the J days of JFK, right? Um, just the very statement. Um, ask not what your country can do for you, but you can do for your country. Um, that alone is anti-democratic party at this point. They only want the state to do everything. They have no interest in the individual. They want that dead. They have no interest in the concept of, of achievement and success. Uh, capitalism, they want it all gone. And they are so far into, into woke territory. And Bill Maher, who of course is, has been historically very liberal, but in recent years has made plenty of statements that riled that side because, again, we're not talking about a stupid individual. Much like Tulsi Gabbard, we're talking about an intelligent-thinking individual who, while I may not agree with him all the time, does say things 
that make perfect rational sense. And he recently said, he said, Democrats are kind of screwed because they can't get out of this uh, identity politics trap that they're falling into because they, they can't. They can't elect anybody. They can't push anything. They can't support anybody who's not black, who's not a minority, who's not a trans. The, the entire thing is racist at its core. Every guideline going into place is racist. Every single uh, promotion they have, I, I don't know how many. I don't know how much longer it has to go before it becomes so transparent to everybody that when you have a population with sixty, I think it's sixty-two percent white and and black. I think it's sixteen percent. I think at last census, uh, and every single form of entertainment or press that you ever see, every single television show, every movie, every book, everything, even every commercial at this point has a black person in it. Every single one. It's 99%. 99% compared to the 16% that are in the population. That's racism. The only way that can happen is if it's flat out, we're only going to put black people in this particular whatever it is, and if we don't have any, we're going to go find them. Tennis is a good example. I'm a tennis fan, and uh, obviously there aren't that many minorities in tennis. We understand that. There are, there are more now, certainly. But it's still, you know, 90, 90%, 95%. Why? Now, given that statistic, would it not make sense that your commentators are going to be that, 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 uh, that race, right? No. They will invariably find a black person. To commentate. Now, I'm not saying they're not going to be good at it. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have the job. What I'm saying is it's clear and obvious that the only way that happened is if they prioritized race in a higher, because every single other person who's going to be applying is probably going to be white, given the demographics of that sport. Now, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with that if we saw, for example, in the NBA or in football, where the majority, the vast majority of players are a black minority, right? That they would, you know, go out of their way to make absolutely certain that there's always white people on a panel or white people uh, talking about it. That's That's not happening. It's all black half the time on, when it comes. And, and to me, that doesn't, that's not that bad. It makes sense given the demographic of the sport, who's playing it, should be who's talking about it. I don't really have a problem with that. I have a problem with forced diversity because it's not diversity at that point. That's discrimination. That's racism. And I also did another podcast where I had called out um, the idea that everyone says diversity is our strength. Diversity is our strength. There are no statistics that prove that. Not from a financial, social, any standpoint. Down through the annals of human history, when one radically different culture or group of people tries to assimilate into another, um, it's, it's extraordinarily difficult and very problematic and usually does not end up well. The most diverse countries in this world right now are doing the worst, faring the worst. Faring the worst in terms of crime and faring the worst above all in terms of lack of unity. Big surprise there, right? And I noticed that nobody... Nobody on the left is calling out Japan for being racist. This is 99.9% .9 Japanese. They don't say that. I don't know why. They're not calling out India. 99.9% .9 Indian. 
No, that's, isn't that a problem? Should we be injecting white people in there? I thought this was supposed to be, I thought that was the idea of diversity. But no, because diversity doesn't have anything to do with that. It has everything to do with just racism and anti-white, anti-male, everything. That's all it really is. That's all, that's all it means. And right now, the idea that diversity is our strength that somehow makes a country stronger, we do not have a metric that says that that's, that's true. All we're saying is that, all we can say is that philosophically, we think that that's just a good thing. Why? Well, just because it is. We, we don't have any statistics that prove that it is. We just say it is. And this is one of those things where if you say it's not, it has now become a religion. You'll be crucified. Regardless of whether you say, uh, okay, well, I, I don't really have a problem if people who, somebody comes from Jamaica and says, I want to go on vacation to Jamaica because I, I grew up there or, I, or, my, or uh, my people are there and I feel comfortable there. See, that person doesn't, will not get any flack from anybody on the left. Anybody who says, I want to live in a community or I want to go somewhere because those people are white like me or hold my beliefs like me, that's it, you're racist and dangerous and fascist. These double standards don't work. And yet this is what they're trying to, to, to push on everybody. And getting back to the MAGA thing, um, basically lumping everybody into one category into the category of the fascist, the dangerous, the threat to everybody. It's no longer a small group. It's no longer a small group of extremists. They're, they're, they've moved past that. Now they're saying it's basically every Republican. That idiot, fat moron, Rob Reiner, um, had put up a tweet that said, flat out, you know, if you vote Republican, you're, you're a fascist and a, and a danger to the nation. Um, but that's what I mean. That right there is a form of full-on division, divide and conquer, hate, spreading hate at a rapid rate. The fact they don't see it is a little surprising because if they're so in tune to the idea of what hate is and offending people, you'd think they'd have some glimmer that this is exactly what they're doing to people. But see, when you, when you uh, lower the group that you're going after, when you demean them, when you bring them down to a point that's basically subhuman, then you feel okay doing it. You don't feel like you're um, doing this to uh, fellow citizens. You feel like you're doing this to criminals. And that's okay to deride and to come after them and to silence them. So pretty soon, we will be branded as criminals. Anybody who does not agree with the regime will be branded a criminal. That's North Korea. That's China. That's communism. That's the state taking over completely. And they apparently don't have any problem with this. Of course, they do have a problem if it was Republicans in charge and saying the exact same thing. You see, this, this doesn't work both ways. It doesn't work at all. By... Singling out MAGA, you started a slippery slope that everybody saw coming. That even people who are independent, like myself, who right now are probably very, very likely to vote Republican and can't deal with any Democrat because they've all gone off the deep end. But in the past, doesn't mean I, you know, I've certainly not agreed with everything the Republican Party has done. And being independent, I think, is the only logical, rational, intelligent thing to do right now. But even myself, if I lean one way, 
and I vote this certain way, uh, they don't ask questions. They don't ask why. They don't care. You will be branded an enemy of the state and a threat. This is why you have to vote against it. It's not even ideological at this point. It's not even, well, I'm not a big fan of, um, of drag queens and, and five-year-olds, you know, cavorting in school. No, I, you know, to, that's, that's beyond Sodom and Gomorrah. It's disgusting and sick. And, and um, there is, again, not a single solitary statistic that says this helps children. It's only screwing them up more. We've never had a more screwed up population of children, I don't think in any human civilization, all entirely due to the woke crap. It's wrecking them. Now, beyond that, it's not what they believe, but how they go about uh, spreading it. It's propaganda. It's take a bat to your head unless you agree. It's you're not really a citizen, and we don't want to give you the rights of a citizen to cast a vote or anything, or even act like a citizen, even have rights to drive around if you're going to be against us. That's where they're heading. That was the start. Biden standing up there, looking every bit like Mussolini, and sounding like him too. And now you've got the White House doing the exact same thing. They backed off for about, what, 24 hours? Now they're doubling down. Now they're going, now they're going full tilt ahead. They keep specifying MAGA. Mark my words, MAGA will be transformed. into That will drop. And it will eventually just be Republicans or anybody who's right wing. They will no longer specify some small extremist little group. By the way, MAGA is not extreme. But again, listen to my other podcast about that and uh, decide for yourself. But uh, making America great again has nothing to do with extreme. It has everything to do with a philosophy this country has lost and the reason why it's dying and in decline. Um, but again... Beyond ideology, you should be pushing back against any regime that wants to trample your rights for the First Amendment, for your freedom of speech, freedom of thought and of opinion and expression. They don't want that anymore. They've made it plain that they don't. They want stipulations on the First Amendment, which, of course, is another slippery slope, and they will remove that eventually if you give them enough time and enough leeway. They've already done it partially in England and other countries. Hate speech is technically outlawed. You will be fined and thrown in jail. And the reason why it's, an, it's, it's a totalitarian move is because it's the only kind of quote-unquote crime that you have no defense for. There is no defense. If the quote uh, pained party, offended party, simply says that I'm hurt by that, that's it. That's all there is. There is no defense. We've gone away from facts and statistics. We're operating entirely on emotion. That's how law and order is supposedly being run in certain places now, and it will be coming here. They're already made, We all know that there's no such thing as freedom of speech in social media. Those companies have made that very plain. Um, hate speech is such a broad term. It's also interesting that they are the only ones who can define it. They're the only ones allowed to define it. Only the regime can define hate speech. You can't. You can't be offended by anything. 
No white male can be offended by anything. We found that out too. They are not allowed to make jokes about any. In fact, there is no. There is there's the only race you can't. You uh, you're allowed to make jokes about is white people. Uh, the only the only villains in the world are all white men. That's it. This is it. This is all we need to know. This is apparently all they're going to do. And uh, they're going to take that to their constituency and say, see, this is what you have to be worried about. This is why. This is why we have to control you. This is why you have to listen to us. Don't worry. We'll take care of the big bad other side. We'll get rid of them. We'll silence them. Well, what's happening now is you're seeing that schism expand and expand. You're going to start, and you're already seeing it. Um, companies springing up specifically for right-wing individuals because they don't feel welcome um, in other parts of the dating sites only for right-wing people. You're going to see, uh, you might not start even seeing uh, entertainment. Well, you are. True Social's one. Uh, the Daily Wire has theirs as well, where you're seeing entire entertainment hubs where if you want to be free of the indoctrination and the woke, uh, this is where you go. Um, it, it will start to expand and expand. There will be a there'll be a conservative version of PayPal, of of who knows Amazon, eBay. It will it'll just expand and expand. You're, you're, there'll be one pizza joint down the road that'll be catered to Republicans, another one in the other direction that catered to Democrats. If you don't think that can't happen, don't just trust me. Look at look at the direction we're headed. Look what this look what your own administration is pushing right now. That division is what they are pushing. They have no interest in unity, none whatsoever. It's a flat out lie. Because if there was any such thing as unity right now, they'd be in trouble because everybody would come together and go, you know, you people are freaking nuts and you're wrecking the country. Once you start to think for yourself and just look at numbers and statistics and real things, you start to realize just how far off the beam we are. So, you know, it's not a matter of um, I don't believe what they believe. It's not a matter of uh, differing opinions. It's a matter of right and wrong. Um, that is what is, it has become for both sides, which is why you're also starting to see candidates um, all across the country, whether it's small local ones, all the way up to governors, where they're not going to debate. Um, one side, just, sometimes both of them just say, forget it. There's no point. Uh, we all know what you're going to say. We all know what both people are going to say. It's just going to be one giant screaming match. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to change anybody's mind. Everybody who's a registered Democrat is going to vote Democrat. Everybody's a registered Republican is going to vote re Republican. The only minds that could change and maybe some independent voters, maybe. But it's getting dangerous. And that's another reason candidates don't want to debate. Um, there, it's, cute. it's in the public eye. Um, it's all over social media the instant it's done. You make one mistake, and they will, they will. They will crucify you. And if you're a business owner or you know, you're, you've got a lot of family, you'll start hearing threats. It'll be bad because that's what Democrats have created. They've created a gap that is it's not crossable at this point because nobody wants to talk and nobody wants to listen. And they're the ones who started this. Absolutely. Like I said, the parties have not changed. The party has not changed that much on the GOP side. Democrat side has incomprehensible insanity. So you look at where we are in the country now, you look where we are um, in terms of social uh, justice crap, you look where we are in terms of finances, you look where we are uh, in terms of uh, 
just general unity. I think it was last poll, 26% said the country's headed in the right direction. Uh, it, it's all bad. Right across the board, it's all bad. And you still have, get an idea of how, how powerful propaganda is. You still have, despite all this, millions of people standing up there going, yeah, I'll still vote Democrat. Yeah. Doesn't matter how bad it is, I guess. I, I don't know how bad it would have to get before they wake up and go, well, gee, I don't have any money left. In fact, now they're coming to take everything I own because they think, including my kids, because they think the state should own everything. And I'm good with that. Really? Yeah, then I don't want any part of you. Your brain has ceased to work uh, and you've decided to leave all that important thinking up to the man who uh, used to be reviled and hated back in the 60s, but obviously now those same people just love the crap out of it because they get to push their propaganda and their ideas. They don't have to listen to anybody else. So, uh, like a slippery slope with the whole MAGA transforming into all Republicans uh, qualifying as fascist threats. It, hey, I said it was going to happen and it's going to keep happening. In the instant you see Biden stand up there and say, no, nope, it's all Republicans or, or the White House say the same thing or all Democrats. Some Democrat leaders have already said it then you know we're on the brink of civil war because no one's going to stand for that. You're not, you're not going to have 150 million people going, yeah, you can't insult me like that and brand me as some sort of threat when I've done absolutely nothing wrong and never have my entire life and I just give you a ton of taxes which keep going up and I suffer in this awful economy and I work every day and I'm not like lynching black people as if that happens, ever has happened in the past 100 years. We're, we're done with all this. And when we back away farther and farther, we're going to get farther and farther away from all establishments that in any way align with the left, which is why you're going to start seeing um, right-aligned and left-aligned businesses and things like that. Um, it's just the way it's going to be. I don't know what else to tell you, but you, you didn't hear it here first. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's saying it, but just wanted to get that out there. So that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as always. Um, and again, get out in November to vote, please. If there's any hope of turning this around, we've got to at least have some control in Washington. Um, so don't forget that. And uh, I appreciate it. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you.